Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Galbraith Podcast. I'm your host Matt Finlay and I'm delighted to present live from the Ayrshire Sunshine the fun, the first edition of Rural Matters. On today's episode we'll be chatting with two members of the Ayrshire Galbraith Rural team. Firstly, Senior Associate Alice Wilson. Alice, welcome. Hi, thanks Matt for inviting us here today. And a warm welcome to Graduate Rural, Rural Surveyor Christina Smith. Christina, welcome. Hi there, thanks for having us on. So having the chance to broadcast outside in this weather was too big an opportunity to turn down and it's great to be joined by Alice and Christina for it was actually our first in-person podcast. So as I always like to do, I like to get to know our guests a little bit better. How long have you both been with Galbraith and can you just let the viewers know, um, and viewers and listeners know a little bit about the journey to get here today? So I have been with Galbraith coming up to seven years. Um, I am a dairy farmer's daughter, born and bred in Ayrshire. I started off my surveying journey posting a state management master's at Sirencester down at the Royal Agricultural University. I then went to Yorkshire where I qualified as a sphere there and very fortunately the opportunity arose to return home and I joined Galbraith in May 17 as a rural practice surveyor. Christina? Yeah, so my route was slightly different. Um, I'm from a dairy farm in Campbelltown. My, my dad's a dairy farmer, mum's a vet, so it's quite a good good system they've got there. Um, and essentially I was home during lockdown, I'd done an accountancy degree and I wanted to do something a bit more rural. So essentially looked for graduate jobs and luckily one came up in the Galbraith Air Office. Um, so I'm currently working towards my APC while being at Aberdeen University one day a week through through the, the term term times. Yeah, and slightly, slightly different journeys for the both the, both the um, Christina, you've kind of maybe taken a more traditional route now from we've got graduates coming every year as well and Alice and Alice obviously you, slightly different. So what advice did you have for Alice when, eh, sorry, for Christina when she joined Alice? I think given that Christina had quite a strong agricultural background to begin with, um, it she brought a lot of confidence with her. She knew the sector that she was speaking about. She'd already been out in farms previously, but my advice to her was, you know, just listen, ask as many questions as possible, volunteer for things, just don't be afraid to get stuck into it. Um, and ultimately she's learning while she's on the job which is which is great you know if you're trying to do a master's but not actually in field it can be quite difficult whereas Christina's actually she's practicing what she's learning so it makes the transition to become a qualified sphere I in my opinion a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Well let's talk about the day job um, you just <laughs> talked about there it sounds like a good laugh of course. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, can yeah. you tell us a little bit about what you, what you get up to on a, on a regular basis? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're quite fortunate that no two days are really the same. Um, So usually, you know, a usual Monday morning, let's say, be checking emails, etc., planning for the week ahead, sort of having an office office meeting, essentially, planning if we're out and about, how to plan workload, etc. And again, we could be out on farm doing evaluation. We could be out on farm doing an appraisal for sale. or we could be again out on farm. It's all about being out on farm. I'm sure, you can see the mm. the pattern there. But you know, securing AMC finance, etc. It's you know, you could be doing one thing, and then you could get a phone call to say, "Oh, something's gone wrong in the estate in one of the residential properties. Can you get the electrician out or the plumber out?" So you have to be quite um, on your toes constantly because you could be doing one thing and then be put mm. into something completely different. So, well, yeah, definitely. And I think. 
a key takeaway is always have your wellies with you because <laughs> um, again you never know where you might go from that day you start in the office in the morning and then something comes up on the estate or anything that we might be doing might just need to to go there and then yeah quite a diverse job yeah. then as well yeah absolutely definitely yeah. um and can you just tell us a little bit about what you you specialize in well both of you obviously Alice you got a bit more experience in there and uh, how you've been able to pass that on to Christina who's maybe looking to specialize in, in certain subjects yeah of course we're quite fortunate down in the Ayrshire office that we're a very varied office in what we can offer and we're not just um, pigeonholed into one sort of role or speciality um, so out of the air office we can offer a whole host of services um, from as I alluded to earlier about our typical day you know valuation we do a lot of bank valuations um, and that is to facilitate secured lending to farmers we do a lot of other you know general practice valuations whether it's for inheritance tax purposes or just internal family planning um, we manage various estates in and around Ayrshire which again adds to the variety of the job in the sense that some are you know purely residential properties others are let farms um grazing agreements etc which is good um christina do you want to talk a bit more about maybe other services that we offer yeah so also amc finance um which can be quite rewarding because you see if they get a loan approved then you can see what new shed or <clears throat> what new investment they've made with that funding um, in terms of, yeah, you can cover estate management, valuation, sort of compensation claims as well, utilities, which is it's just nice getting such such a range. With Galbraith as well, there's a, like we have thirteen offices right across the country in Scotland and North England. Do you have got a lot of good contact with your with your colleagues across the country as well on this? Yeah, we do. We've also um, obviously got quite a close connection with Castle Douglas, our um, office, which is situated down in Dumfries and Galloway. Um, so close contact with with them, and it means that we can cover the whole southwest. But ultimately, see if we've got a, a issue or a question, and we need to pick up the phone to say Tom in Aberdeen. You know, everybody is open to picking up the phone answering queries and I think that's one thing that is great about Galbraith that everyone is willing to lend advice and give a helping hand. Mm -hmm. And from yourself Christina, I've been coming in the door just a year ago you're still still very much learning on the job as well I'd imagine but like what advice would you would you have for somebody looking to get into this career because I mean from the outsiders perhaps people listening maybe would be looking to kind of say oh I'd love to get into surveying but how do you actually go about it and what advice would you have for them? Yeah I mean certainly there's different routes you could do like a RICS accredited degree at university or you could then go on and do a master's after you've done an undergrad in, in a different subject which I think actually does give you that diverse range of skills and you know you start off with a base learning about something quite broad and then you can specialise further and advice I would give them would probably be again to try and get out and see farms embrace rural lifestyle as much as you can but again equally there's been plenty graduates people that have joined Galbraith <clears throat> that don't have that background and you know fit in well learned so much so it's not solely for for people from farms really yeah and I think that's something that Galbraith 
champions on is their APC programme, you know, what we can offer to graduates and the learning experience. As Christina quite rightly said, we've had grads who have come in as graduate surveyors who have not been from a rural background, but because of the services that we can offer, it has allowed them to get out and about and get the best sort of variety of work, which ultimately leads to them, you know, developing their career as, as a surveyor. Mm -hmm. And Alice, I wonder as well, you, you touched on at the start there, you came back to Ayrshire and you've yeah. got a lot of roots around here as well. Like, has that helped you with, with, with your job, knowing fine well that actually there's people out there that you can go to and you can offer that local advice first and foremost? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's in Yorkshire, you almost felt like you were you're any Tom Dicker Harry, you know, you just weren't, you would go on farm and farmers would be quite guarded, but because, you know, the majority of the time I'll go out and farm and as soon as I say who I am, you know, their guard comes down and that conversation just, you know, goes a bit more smoothly and you, they just, it's a, it's a, it's friendly and it is great. It's, it's great being able to advise and help farmers and ultimately in the locality that you were brought up in, mm -hmm. so. For you Christina as well that might actually help you when you go home perhaps like as you, as you kind of gain that experience over the years you've got that you can take that back to your local in Campbelltown. Yeah no definitely and as Alice mentioned sort of when you're out on a dairy farm and we can both say we're from dairy farms I think they respect that and they you know we can speak the language we know what they're what they're talking about which I think makes the whole job a lot easier. We can almost resonate with them. Yeah, yeah. definitely and understand that you know there's issues going on and it's not everything's always going to be perfect which I think is more reassuring for them. Yeah especially I think from maybe a, obviously another service that we've not touched upon is farm sales. We do a lot of farm sales out of Ayrshire and personally my dad sold the farm when I was you know 14-15 so I've gone through that process so to be able to resonate with a farmer when selling a property is massive because it's not it's not an overnight decision it's not a decision that they you know make lightly it's something that they will have you know thought about for months even planned for mm -hmm. for a year you know years so to be able to go out and actually understand and they can see you understanding just makes that process easier and not as difficult and can you just tell us a little bit about uh, some of the current issues that uh, the rural industry is experiencing facing at this moment i'd imagine like a lot of people it's been quite a challenging time yeah, I think certainly interest rates are, are causing a, a massive challenge to farmers, especially if they've just made a big investment. They're just they're put under that extra pressure with milk prices decreasing a bit as well. It's just, you know, it's just going to be more challenging to make ends meet, which again is again linked into other, other yeah. issues. And even on a day-to-day -day basis, the weather in the last mm -hmm. month, you know, it's, it's made, we've not had a period of dry weather for you know, a consecutive period of dry weather for almost, I would say, short of two months mm -hmm. now. So that's made harvest incredibly difficult. It's made any, you know, plough and reseed or sowing of a winter crop incredibly difficult. And it's made silage difficult to try and get that period of, of mm -hmm. dry weather. Um, again, topical issue, and it's very much still not fully been addressed is subsidy. Mm -hmm. um, what's going to happen? What's the future of subsidy? Uh, there's a, a high percentage of farmers that rely on that subsidy coming in every September, you know, and for that to perhaps disappear or be in a different form is, you know, will, I think, lead to some farmers making decisions about their business going forward. Yeah, certainly. Even if they, for example, are short on cash flow, they might need to sell off 
a cottage or a, a parcel of land that's not integral to their business. But again, yeah, it's just trying to trying to manage that cash flow with the interest rates, etc. And with Galbraith being such a diverse firm, as we touched on earlier on, um, is there has there been opportunities, and I presume there would be, um, to kind of get stuck into work that perhaps is not your traditional rural agriculture surveying type type job? No, absolutely there is. Um, so for example, everyone's aware of the rising electricity costs at the moment. Um, so there's been a big push on the likes of solar panel installation, wind turbine installation, um, but more recently what's come back into the fold is battery storage, um, which has been something that Christina and I have been involved in in the last couple of months or so. And we've been able to um, pull on expertise from our specific energy team who have the knowledge and the experience in that side of surveying, which has been great. And it also allows us to increase our knowledge base also. Yeah, so. definitely. I think that's something that's really good about Galbraith. So if you were out on a farm and a farmer is talking about perhaps converting a redundant building or, or anything really, we've then got that building consultancy team that we can then either put them in contact with or speak to ourselves and try and get that relationship going as well and they can help you with the project from start to finish. Um, so it's great to have all the, the range of expertise. Even forestry, the amount yeah. of farms that we go to that might have a bit of amenity woodland or even a bit of commercial woodland that is near, you know, felling stage. It's not something Christina and I have a lot of knowledge in, so we would pass that to our forestry team and they would come and advise, you know, how to fell, if it's just a thinning that is required, uh, what are the costs involved. So I think we're very fortunate at the Galbraith that we can all, well, we can tick every box, mm -hmm. which is great. The, the good thing as well about us expanding these podcasts is you might get it to appear on a, on a Forestry Matters pod, podcast one day. <laughs> One's enough. One's enough. <laughs> Definitely. So let's talk about away from the desk. Um, I know you guys quite well now, having worked in their office as well for a few years. Um, Alice, you are a, are we going to say the poster girl of air rugby? You, know, we, we, <laughs> you, you like to think so anyway. <laughs> Just wait till I score, score a try underneath yeah. those new uh, poster, poster protectors, post protectors. Um, yeah, so as Matt's alluded to, I play rugby for air ladies. Absolutely love it. But it's just, it's a community thing as well. There's a lot of, you know, like-minded people farmers, um, young professionals, etc., who attend the rugby club and just being able to get out there and chat and, you know, just have presence is great. For you, you've been able to make that work-life balance, actually, like it helps with that. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. You know, I, like on a Monday and a Wednesday, I know that I need to get to training, so, you know, it pulls me away from my desk, which is good, and then usually you'd find me at the club on the Saturday and the amount of clients and, and farmers that I bump into and yeah we don't always chat about business but you're still building that rapport and having that relationship that you know if they if they you know one day think right I need a, a experienced surveyor they know to pick up the phone to me because I've already forged that relationship with them which is good. And sport and success is um, Christina. You've just completed the Great Plan Challenge with uh, with Galbraith, finishing fourth, I believe, in the, uh, 25. I think yes. it was. So yeah. And can you tell us a little bit about that and and how that's kind of worked around um, your your role as well? Yeah. No. Definitely. We had a team of five of us complete the Great Glen Challenge last week. Um, so it involved a walk, cycling, kayaking, and 
run on a run a run <laughs> uh, so yeah no it was it was brilliant through through rain and sunshine so yes it was great we we managed to raise a total of two three three five uh, which was great all for a good cause for RSABI a charity that supports farmers and rural businesses um, get through difficult times Alice you know we, we work well quite a lot of organizations raise money for RSABI can you tell us a little bit bit more about that and how that's fed into your job of course, so I sit on the board for NFU Ayrshire and that's been a really great thing to be involved in, whether it's you know the quarterly meetings or the on-farm site visits that are arranged. So for example, we're fortunate enough to host a natural capital seminar on-farm where Eleanor Harris came down and spoke about natural capital and was able to offer her um, advice and give her expertise on that subject um, and especially during the quarterly meetings you know if, if a farmer or you know an individual has a query or an issue they can you know ask me and I'm able to offer my expertise in that subject um, but it also gives you an opportunity that within NFU Ayrshire it's not just farmers that sit on the board it's other you know young professionals like-minded um, people throughout Ayrshire, whether it's accountants, solicitors, uh, etc. So again, just to have that similar network of people and you're, you know, you're experiencing that on a quarterly, if not more basis, it's really great to be ingrained in something like that. And it's been a busy summer, you know, we're now into September, but it's been a busy summer if we look back. Um, Christina, we'll start with yourself. You had a, you had a big trip to Canada uh, with the Young Farmers. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So I was lucky enough to get selected onto the Agri and Rural Affairs trip to Canada. Uh, so essentially it was two weeks, farm tours every day. It was jam-packed, but learnt an awful lot. Um, the, the theme of the tour was sustainability, which was really interesting to sort of hear thoughts of Canadian farmers and how, how it's affecting them compared to Scottish farmers. Uh, so that was, that was brilliant. And then, yeah, involved in young farmers in general, from charity events to sort of mock auctions and valuations which is quite interesting to see it from that perspective and then use that into my job which is it's great yeah, yeah and then yeah. yeah what would have been your biggest takeaway do you think from Canada I think this I think the biggest takeaway was probably the exact same issues are facing them but in a different way and the sort of the interest rates are causing the same problem there you know stifling that next stage of investment and the scale of things were completely different. You know, we were at ma massive farms compared to in Scotland, you see a lot more sort of family run farms. It was just on a completely different scale, which was really interesting to learn about. Yeah, and you can take that back here, I'd imagine as well. We were exactly. talking about it today, but I, I presume it's, it's something that is, has been a regular discussion since you've been back. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and show season, of course. Uh, yes. we, we love show season here at Galbraith, but um, can you just tell us a little bit about how you guys have been busy with it you know the air show and then royal highland show in particular as well yeah so you can probably see a theme coming through here but i sit on the committee for for air show as well um so i basically spent my morning at air show stewarding castle which was great again you're on the ground you're chatting to farmers not always about business maybe about the weather but just how great the show was so um that was that yeah really really good and you were there yeah, definitely. It was good to be there, speak to other colleagues, other young professionals, uh, yeah, catch up with clients at the Highland Show. It was, it was brilliant. 
Sim along that same line, you know, women in agriculture as well, going to an event tonight actually, which is filled with either farmers on the ground or young professionals who are involved in agriculture. So the two of you obviously spend a lot of time with each other out and about. Um, what fuels you when you're out and about? Now this is obviously a fun question as well, so you come up with something quite quirky here. <laughs> um, I think Christina and I probably have a mutual love for tangerines. <laughs> yep, they you know provide a bit of sweetness for the day. You know, definitely, keeps us going. Yeah, definitely tangerines. Yeah, I might have a mild addiction to Tic Tacs. Also, always Tic Tacs in Alice's pockets or bags. <laughs> yeah, but no tangerines and Tic Tacs. Can't Ta go wrong there. That could be the name of the podcast, Tangerines and Tic Tacs. I know. Like that one. TNT. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many cups of tea or coffee do you have to drink in a day as a rural surveyor? <laughs> um, I say we probably limit ourselves to two coffees. Yeah, two coffees and then sometimes a tea in the afternoon, yeah. depending what what the day's looking like. Yeah. yeah, Christina's very good at making coffee, I have you know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. She's never actually come through and offered me one. Oh, oh. sore point. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> um, and if I was to ask you what your, your favourite thing about the job is, what would you say? Um, Christina, I'll start with yourself. The favourite thing is probably, again, running theme, being out on farm. But again, it's probably just seeing new projects, you know, going out to see a brand new shed, going out to see a brand new parlour. It's just really interesting to see the new investments that people are making. And it's nice to see that people are still pushing forward for future. Yeah, for the future generation. Yeah, future generation. Yeah. For me, very similar. It's, you know, being out and about on farm. I'm fortunate that despite selling our farm, I can still get out on farm and experience things and see things grow and happen. But ultimately for me, it's being able to advise clients and being able to show them how they can maximise their own potential and ultimately doing doing a good job and if if you can what's been the, the your best day that you've had at Galbraith in terms of like out and about it could be a project you've worked on it's after a day I should say like on a project you've worked on or something like that and oh that's a tough one put you on the spot here yeah. I? yeah I think it was quite rewarding we had a, a tender for a farm for an MLDT and it was a, a young couple and it was just really rewarding seeing them be able to go in and put their own their own touch on on a new place. And I, yeah, and I think it also shows that there's still um, people wanting to farm, and the younger generation still wanting to come through and grab the opportunity um, when it's there. Because you know, it it's a struggle at the moment because of money, cost of money, yep. expenditure, etc. So for somebody or an individual or a couple or a family to get an opportunity to rent a farm and make it their own for a 15 year period, it's it's great and it shows there's people still willing to, to do so. So yeah, I think that would be, that's probably one of my career highlights, that, yeah. that 15 year tender. Um, and yeah, it's just being able to, for example, AMC Finance, that is great to secure a loan for a farmer you know, you're there at the very beginning, you do the application, you send it off to credit and say if it's for an installation of a, a new parlour or a new cubicle shed, which will ultimately lead to the profitability of that business. You then go out, you can do the valuation, you then, the money gets drawn down and because you forged that relationship with said client or farmer, you can then go back out at the end and see what your hard work has, has ultimately led to, which is really rewarding knowing that you've ultimately helped 
be farmer in their, their business. I think it's a really good way to end on there, actually. Um, that's just about all we've got time for in today's episode of Rural Matters, a podcast from Galbraith. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please subscribe to Galbraith Podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Our industry experts continue to continue to contribute to our matters publications so make sure to visit our website to read their articles or pop into the uh, your local Galbraith office and um, the latest edition of Rural Matters is right around the corner and I believe the two of you will have contributions to it as well. Yes we do, that's yes, right. we both have articles in. Yep. Yeah well looking forward to reading them of course. Um, give Galbraith Group a follow on, on social media, we're on Facebook, X as it's now known, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok and Threads. My thanks once again to Alice and Christina for joining me in the Ayrshire Sun. Well done on making your podcast debut, most importantly. Um, that wasn't too bad, was it? No, no I really enjoyed that. That was good, thank yeah, you, Yeah, when's take two? Listen, whenever you, whenever you want, uh, we'll, we'll get you on a Talking Natural Capital podcast, perhaps, then that would really test you. Oh, that would. <laughs> that would. <laughs> um, I'll be back with a new, a new podcast in the near future, but until then, I've been Matt Finlay, and thanks for listening to this edition of Rural Matters, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thank you.